Ho! Welcome back, gamers and gentlemen, to a, another episode of Gamer Culture. My name is Kuma, your host, and today we're going to be talking about emotional games. Game this, games that made us feel the feels, whether they be sad, happy, angry, or whatever have you. Before we get too far into it, though, uh, we're going to shoot it over to my co-host to introduce himself. He is, as always, Jeff Kibbles, how you doing, man? Hello, everyone. I am tired. I was rushing over here. I got I got caught up at work clear than I needed to, and I rushed here trying to beat traffic to make it in time for this recording. <laughs> you know what you got here, though, and that's the important part. Yep, that is true. I got here. And an always favorite guest of ours from the Zombie Corps is Captain Falco. How you doing, man? I'm all right. Just dealing with the this uh, weather and... You know, How is it over there for you guys? It's, it's not, miserable over here. We were talking um, about that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's not too bad, but it's still bad enough that you're still sweating in your house. Yeah. <laughs> Just being uh, like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> eh. Gross. Eh. Eh. <laughs> so, you know, other than that, I uh, just, just hey, streaming, hanging out, you know. There you go. <laughs> Good deal, man. And joining us today as well, you'll know if you're uh, hanging around the uh, Grand Geek streams at all. Uh, Payne, how, how are you doing today? I'm good. Just <laughs> chilling in front of my AC, like I think everyone else. So going straight into the topic today, we are, like I said, we're going to be talking about more emotional games. Games that had moments that hit us particularly hard, whether that be in a sad moment, a moment of joy, elation, whatever have you. Um, I'm going to start off... Um, with probably a moment most people either kind of glance over, maybe maybe don't think about, but it's a moment from God of War 3. Um, I should probably say, um, probably going to be a lot of spoilers in this uh, for anyone who hasn't seen these games or played these games. Um, so my apologies uh, for any of that. But in God of War 3, uh, Kratos meets a young girl named Pandora. Oh. And Pandora's per purpose is a living key for Pandora's box. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she, much like Forky in Toy Story 4, believes he is meant for trash. Pandora believes she exists to open the Pandora's box, and that is it. Uh, Kratos, however, throughout the game, as he encounters her and they shortly travel together, um, they they definitely he definitely starts to project fatherly uh, feelings onto this girl. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since he has to kill Hephaestus, who also sees Pandora as his daughter, since he literally created her. Um, and then towards the end of the game, she does literally sacrifice herself in the flames of, around the box to open it all for nothing because there was nothing in the box anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the pain on Kratos's face upon realizing what she's done, trying to stop her from doing it. And then the rage that he feels when Zeus sits there mocking him that once again, everything he's done has just led to failure. Now she does kind of come back in the form of the spirit that kind of guides him on, but it's still this, it hits so hard that here's this girl who's like a daughter now to him, you know, and if you know anything about Kratos, you know, Spoilers on his daughter. Um, Just to have her ripped away and then brutally mocked by the being he probably hates almost as much as himself, Zeus. And that that scene just, oh, oh, God, I still look at it. And the part where, you know, she's she's afraid of Zeus. Now he says, you know, she's he's going to hurt her. And the the actor's voice cracking for a minute saying he won't is oh god it's brutal i love it oh god i forgot so that's about that. that's my first yeah yeah i forgot about that scene like again i think you're right where it's like one of those scenes where uh some people probably didn't pay attention to it i want to say i was probably one of them was like like i i played the game she died i'm like oh man like that's sad but at the same time it's like i kind mm-hmm. of figure because everyone else dies in the game spoiler oh yeah no i mean it's god of war 3 everyone dies the end but yeah uh Uh, yeah that that one was brutal so round robin i don't want to stick on that for too long (laughs) kibbles what do you got for me dude uh i don't have a lot of choices because i actually sat and thought about this for a while i couldn't think of anything uh i'm gonna pick two that come from the top of my mind and honestly uh the first one is 
there's multiple games like of it being added um a lot of it was um um there's three games in the entire thing i'm talking about the third one because i think they did it really good is uh okay. the witcher 3 in particular is what it is uh i okay. i haven't played any of the witcher games uh until witcher 3 and i think that's the most case with most people is if you didn't play one or two a lot of people played three that was like their introduction and mm-hmm. at the very beginning you see Geralt looking for uh the sorceress Yennevere but he's not traveling alone he's traveling with his number one mentor Vesemir in that game and you quickly love begin to love this old man he's like their dad he crazed Geralt ever since he was a child teaching him how to be the witcher like you can tell like like, man, I like this old guy. Towards God, I man, th- that's just like he's he's waving death flags at that point. I've never yeah. played a Witcher game, so yeah, yeah. But that's just like I, I like oh, old father figure mentor. This man gonna die. Yeah, yeah. And then like, oh, like I think towards the end, I think of like the third quarter of the game, uh, your was it uh, the Witcher compound gets attacked by um, I swear to get by the wild hunt and they're like under control. They are trying to capture uh series uh, because they want series blood in order to uh, move their entire realm into Geralt's realm and take over so that they could survive. Um, and they almost succeed in catching Siri, but then Vesemir comes in and he starts wailing on the wild hunt until one of the head generals just picks him up from his neck and just snaps his neck and lets him die. Uh, and you see uh, Siri just go into absolute fit of rage. She like turns to a banshee to start screaming and like every single like wild hunt that's like in close range is like dead. And like it's so sad because it's like you know this guy he's like again he's like the old farfetch he's been around since like the very first Witcher game. So, like, people that played, like, one or two, they probably felt it a lot more. But, um, I feel like, uh, even in three, if you started in three, you still get, they ran it so well, you're super invested into Vesemir that when he dies, it's just hard. Because, you know, like, the father figure the Witcher's ever had, they're all dead. Like, he was the last of the old guard of the Witcher way. So, now it's just... He's just a nice old man who kicks ass. Yeah, so like now it's just like Geralt and like his two brothers that he or what he calls brothers in the game. Pourquoi? <laughs> no, I hear you. Anytime we get the death of the mentor, that one always sucks. Yeah. Uh, like... Falco, what you got, man? Uh, I, I thought about it because I've had a lot of different emotional experiences with video games. Um, a lot of mm-hmm. happy, a lot of sad, a lot of. Anger at times. Um, <laughs> Amen to that. I think, honestly, um, I think one of the the hardest I felt for a game was probably. Um, I would I would have to go with the last, the the last bit, the very end of the uh, Telltale's The Walking Dead. Um, okay. Where you've you've been Lee this whole time, uh, protecting the little girl Clementine, and he gets bit, and throughout the episode you're slowly either turning or you're slowly either, you know, dying of blood loss as you're trying to continue on and protect the girl. But at the very end, you're held up in this one place. It's just you and her. You are dying, and you have to make the decision and tell her either to leave you there, uh, handcuffed to a, a radiator, or to have her shoot you so you don't turn into a zombie. And it's a, uh, I mean, it's not just, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 your, your main character is gonna die, but you also have to deal with her. When she's a little girl, she's like, I think she's like eight or something at the at, in that whole thing. 
uh, at that time. And it's just a, an extremely emotional scene. Uh, um, depending on what you have her do, even if you, even if you have her leave you there, it's still extremely sad. And it's still extremely just, just, it's such a hard, it's one of the very hard decisions at the end of that game. And it, it hurts. Yeah, it, does. it really hurts. Uh, even just like in that moment. And you spend the next, you know, a few games after that, um, either being her or being around her or, or being a character next to her. And she kind of has to grow up with that, that feeling. I think even in the, the last season they did, she had like a, a dream where she was talking to him like on a train, which was a callback to, uh, when they were talking on a, when they were talking on a train when she was a little girl, like it's, it's it's just it was very emotional. It was very, very hard to to choose and to watch, um, and it it's it was it was hard because I have a couple of different ones, but that one was probably it probably beats out barely some of the other ones. That one's that one's one I was mm. really it was really sad and it was really that's, emotional. That's one of those moments that makes you kind of. You want to step away from your keyboard for a minute or put your controller down. Just be like, oh, God, what do I do? And you know, How do I hurt myself? You know, it, it was it was also at the, around the exact same time that the Walking Dead TV show was really hot, really high. Everybody was really high emotion mm -hmm. about all of uh, all that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So it was it was a big deal. Um, and it. It was it was it was just hard all the way around. <laughs> Every time. Alrighty, Payne, I believe you've got one for us as well. What you got? Yeah. So I'm for me, like I get emotional about everything, but for some reason, <laughs> video games, like I never get that emotional about. So I could only think of one that actually got me, which was The Last of Us Two. Mm. Now, when I played The Last of Us Oof. One. There was this whole buildup and my boyfriend that I was with at the time was like, oh, you're going to love it, like on and on about it. So I played through it and I got to the end and I think he was there with me and I finished it and I was just like, oh, OK, like that was a cool story. And he's like, why aren't you crying? Like, are you some kind of monster? <laughs> and, are so... you <laughs> and I didn't I didn't cry at the end of that one. I think in the first one, the only moment that kind of got me like, oh, wow, was like the giraffe scene and like if oh. you played the first one you like know about the giraffe that's scene. a fucking good scene though that's a great scene <laughs> <laughs> um but last of us 2 when i played it i think it was more like i had grown connected to these characters from the first you know the first story and grown more attached to them so going into the last of us 2 i kind of had that attachment and um, I know there's like a lot, a lot of hate on the ending of that game, and I didn't think it was bad. I didn't like it, but I think it kind of put us in that headspace of like you could see it from both sides, um, like both of the girls' sides, and so it was kind of like pitting your inner self against you know each other. Um, but any time there was a scene with Joel, like all of the flashback scenes, like of him taking her to the museum like those had me choked up so much just like knowing that spoiler alert he dies like and then oh, uh, he was game. like such a dad to her <laughs> like those scenes like at, that's what had me going and tearing up yeah. and i was playing it on stream <laughs> <laughs> What's like, so, like God, crying on stream <laughs> you, you've got the beginning of last of us one where his daughter is killed right yeah. in front of him. And then and now he goes through through the game and has this like surrogate daughter. And then at the beginning I don't think it's at the beginning, but it's near the beginning of that that game. Of I think. Two. Of two. And then Joel dies. Like she loses yeah. her surrogate father. You're like, fuck, man. <laughs> and then you get this and that then you get the infamous scene with the rabbit that makes me die of laughter every time. So <laughs> it's a little better. But that's a different no, kind I, of cry. Uh, You're crying out laughter. <laughs> That's that's tears of joy, um, and only because of that one streamer's reaction. I'm pretty sure we all know the one. I don't know. Um, Tell me later. 
I will share it to you later. No, I get you, Payne. That that whole and that what what makes that scene so emotional is going through the first game mm-hmm. and seeing their relationship and their you know and it's just seeing that grow and evolve into a father daughter relationship only for him to die in the second game and yeah. yeah that one that one that one hits yeah and i think just like cuz he he does die like so early into the second one and then all those flashbacks are happening like after you already mm. know that he's gone so like seeing all this Dangling extra stuff he did for her face. and then <laughs> the thing like you know he's dead sucker yeah like, <laughs> yeah. too bad hey you like that character I, remember how cool he was too bad he did yeah i, I gotta agree you know with the uh with your assessment being of the, the the first one i didn't cry at the end of that one either i, I cried uh, a little bit i i mean i cried a little i would bit. no yeah, i would I, I had a i had a different i had a different emotion i was frustrated i was actually kind of <laughs> angry because i was kind of angry because no i to get me, it. I get that 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 ending the ending in the first one uh is very conflicting. It doesn't really make me happy or sad. It makes me more frustrated to see uh, Joel possibly, Killed you know, damn time. the whole race for one girl. I get it, but it's still kind of Fucked still up. kind of bad. <laughs> and I, I, I always kind of stand firm on 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 that that I never that some people have actually given me given me uh, give me angry. Things about it, and I said I, I've said it before. I don't think Joel was necessarily the greatest person. <laughs> and, no. Uh, yeah. no one in that game is supposed to be a great per- I, uh, person. I was like, I don't think anyone <laughs> in that no game is really great. Is. I, I've had someone try and argue with me that he's he did the right thing because he was you know he was being her, like her father thing. I'm like, yeah, but he was he was. Yeah, like, but he didn't you, want you her in the background. first place. Well, not only that, but mm-hmm. like you hear about his background, how he was he was a you know he used to do. She, the the crappy things that that the the other raider guys were doing he knows their tricks you know mm. at the same time like he didn't want her around he's he's been a, a pain in the ass through the whole game and at the end he finally gets it and then you know <laughs> he kills mm. a lot of people to save her and i get trying to mm. save her but damn it's just like it's left me conflicted yeah yeah, the one good person that game was Sarah, and she died, which, you know, death of innocence and imagery and all that. Even Ellie wasn't great, but my next one uh, is another one that I, I challenge anyone to uh, to include on their list is from Ace Combat 4 Shattered Skies. Anyone played it? No. <laughs> Maybe like a while ago, like a long time ago. <laughs> I say PS2 era, so yeah, at least 10 years. Possibly be. <laughs> so... If you don't know the story of Ace Combat 4, there's basically two stories going on. There's a story that you're p- actually playing through. Um, and the whenever you end a mission, you get a bit of narration from a young boy on the other side of the military con- conflict that you're playing in. And this young boy um, is walking home from school one day and a plane literally falls out of the sky and falls on his family house killing his parents so like donnie Darko. and it's straight up and <laughs> Jeez, he he sees he, he sees the the plane that did it and it's a squadron of plane called yellow squadron and through a series of events he actually ends up playing harmonica to make money in a bar that yellow squadron fr- frequents and there's two particular characters yellow 13 and yellow four yellow 13 is the leader of the squadron uh Young man, hotshot pilot, and yellow four is a young woman who is his wingman. Um, and she's also like bodyguard, close friend, kind of implied love interest. They never quite go that far, but she's definitely a very close friend who looks out for him. Almost like his, the, almost like the Mikasa to his Aaron. Um, and as you play through the game, you have two encounters with yellow, no, three encounters with yellow squadron. The first time you run away, the second time you actually engage them. And you actually shoot down yellow four and the narration after that is it's really emotional because you've got yellow 13 who is so close to her and the young boy who slowly grew close to all of them. Um, Yellow 13 kind of lapses into a narration about how, you know, how they met and grew close and 
wasn't really saying it to the boy more like just saying it so that it's heard and that her memory is remember is is remembered and then second to last mission of the game you encounter yellow squadron again and you shoot them all down um it's a real tough fight um very tough fight they're very um they're very hard to hit they dodge they're really quick but you eventually shoot down yellow 13 and it's really tough on the narrator because now this is almost like the second family he's lost. And I remember playing through the games being like understanding that this game really goes, it really makes you feel like, Oh, you're, you're, you're playing Mobius one hot shot rookie pilot. Who's actually really fucking good. And you're shooting down the bad guys. And then, but all the narration is actually for the other side of the story. And as you're playing through it, you realize you're going to have to encounter the yellow squadron again. You're going to have to shoot them down. You're going to have to kill this boy's family. Um, and I remember when I, when you finally do it and you shoot down yellow 13 and they play this mission where the young boy, he's, he's in the town. He sees yellow 13 go down. He sees um, the handkerchief. The yellow 13 had gotten from yellow four flutter to the ground he finds it he buries it and i remember just this melancholy feeling like you're supposed to feel like god i just won that was great but you don't feel good it's it's almost like you i felt hollow and it was probably one of the few times where i felt bad about and it was it's a game i had to do it there's no other way to do it you know there's no other way, way to progress but you don't feel good about having to do it um, and I still look back on that yellow ace combat four. I still hold has an amazing story for a game that does not deserve an amazing story. Um, but yeah, that's, that's mine. Ace combat four, the death of yellow squadron. That one, that one hurt. Yeah. Moving on. K- Kibbles get, get me out of this. What do you got, man? Uh, for me, I can only think of two in recent memories. Um, so I already said one. Another one is actually two deaths in this game uh, that made me very sad. Mm-hmm. And they both happened like one right after another. It was um, Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, and God. Oh, no. It's not the ending. <sighs> it's not the ending that everyone is super sad about. Like, everyone's like, oh, man, uh-huh. the ending was so sad where people think we're kind of. My girlfriend has not has not finished that game because she knows the ending. She refuses to finish the yeah. game. Cause she says, <laughs> I got, if she doesn't finish it. It doesn't happen. That, yeah, I can see your logic. Um, is I, <laughs> I think I don't know what happened. I know like someone spoiled the ending for me, like very early, like right when the game came out. Oh, so like I already sucks. knew the ending was going to happen, but this is like, I think I want to say towards the end of the halfway point of the game. I want to say, is okay. you're in San Denise with the rest of your crew and you're about to rob a bank. No, oh, no. <laughs> and you end up <laughs> robbing this bank. You end up sending uh, uh, Jose out as like part of the distraction team to go distract the cops. And while he's just like, you all wait there for a while and you hear a big boom and like, okay, that's the signal. Let's go in and um, rob the bank. So you end up going in, you do think you rob the bank, but then like towards the end, there's like a cutscene, and then all of a sudden it is, um, uh, what is it? You're surrounded outside by not only the cops, but also the Pinkerton squad. And what mm. ended up happening is they capture Hosea <laughs> and they're like, Dutch is out there trying to negotiate. Come on, we can negotiate. And Pinkerton's like you had your chance and pushes Hosea out into the middle of the road, and like he walk, he's like that two slow steps forward before slowly turning around, and then Agent Milton, who's the guy in charge, fucking shoots him like he's a dog, and you just see Hosea like fall to the ground, and he is just like gasping for the last breath of air until he finally stopped moving. And I'm like, oh, Hosea was also like your kind of dad type in there. Like he was the oldest member of the group. So like, he's like, he was like, everyone's like grandfather in a way. If I, if that makes sense mm-hmm. or dad, like he was like yep. the old man that everyone listens to. Like, 
like the wise guy who actually made sense. He was like the last thing, especially for Dutch. He was like the last like voice of reason in the entire like gang. But mm-hmm. he was a shot down like a dog, and I'm like I was hurt because like I knew it was going to happen. I just went it went down in a much better way. Of like, fuck man, it's like he could have gone down bet like. I knew he was going to die, yeah. but not like this. He might have deserved to die, but not like that. Yeah. No, I thought he was going to, like, made, like, somehow he escapes and just retires and dies of old age. But uh, <laughs> after that, it breaks into this radical gunfight. And, like, you're killing everyone, and then eventually, like, you end up putting dynamite on, like, the wall of the bank, blowing up the dynamite, making a hole, and you climb yourself to the next building's roof, kill more people, and the rest of the gang shows up. And then it is, you're like, okay, we gotta escape. And Lenny, oh, he's like the youngest person in the group too. Oh no! Next to next to little Jack, he's like <laughs> five years old. Listening to point. Falco slowly die. It's like it's like Lenny's like the youngest. He's like, yeah, so much fun activities. You're saying like, who can forget the bar night with Lenny, where you just go out and get shit faced with Yen Lenny. And then you all have a great time. But oh, he Lenny. ends up running ahead. And then suddenly, like, <laughs> he turns around and, like, looks at Arthur. Arthur, I think it's this way. It, but then, like, you see behind him are cops coming out. And immediately, as soon as Letty turns around, uh, just no. shot straight uh. in the face and then dies. And you, you do your quick draw and kill the cops, but it wasn't quick enough. And Lenny is just oh. dead as well. I'm like, two of my Uh-oh. favorite characters in this fucking game are now dead. And that was so brutal because it was like literally one right after another. I'm like, why? I'm like, I wanted Lenny. I'm like, I was hoping like if Jose died, I'm like, at least let Lenny get out. I want like he had, <laughs> they, they, they like they built so much like, man. You're too young for this shit. Like, you can do better than the rest of us. Yeah. You can get out of here. You can be smarter. Like, you're younger. You're smarter. Nope. You can get out of this fucking... And then he just dies. I'm like, oh, my God. It's like, I know this yeah, is going to be dog. sad. Yeah, and like no, a dog, too. I'm like... No, no matter how fast, no matter how quick you are, no matter yeah. how fa- quick you get in front of him, You'll never... there is no way to stop those cops from killing him. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, I've tried. Plot bullets, I've tried anyway, and it just doesn't. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, so sad. I was like, it wasn't even the death. That was the saddest part. Like, not like the utter death. That's the main reason everyone cries. Like, that's sad too. Like, I found that sad, but like, I knew that was coming. Those two, I did not. I'm like, I was so upset with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Alrighty. Uh, Fal- Falco, after that trip down memory kill me road, uh, what do you got, man? Uh, I'm going to take you to a game you've probably never heard of before. It's called Red Dead Redemption Hit One. Me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was literally about to bring this up. It's like now, when he's at plot bullets. It's a I'm sequel like, to two, right? <laughs> it's I mean technically, yeah, technically, technically, it, technically it is. Technically it is actually. Yes. Um, <laughs> Because the events of Red Dead Redemption 1 happened before, or sorry, after, so after Red, Dead Red Dead 2. Red Dead 2 is um, the prequel. Yes, I'm, I'm well aware, trust me. Uh, I know. The, the, the Red Dead 1 has so many interesting and emotional moments in it as well. Um, especially looking back at it now uh, and not knowing any of... Like, going into Red Dead 2, you had kind of an idea because you knew mm-hmm. what happened... Enough from what John had said in the first one, and you kind of you knew there was a gang, and you knew it fell apart, and Dutch went crazy, and everybody else, you know, kind of broke off. So you kind of had an idea, but when you played that first one, you really didn't. You really didn't have any idea. Um, you just kind of you know went through it, and the some of the some of the some of the times in there is you get emotional. Uh, the like the first time you go to Mexico and you're you you have to now go track one year old gang members down in Mexico after you thought you had had them and you you're so far away from home and the the music plays and it's just this weird emotional ride as you ride into the the country and then um another time is after you get rid of Dutch and you're you're going back home to your family and the, the plays another emotional yeah, song that I really like, like 
It's like right and there. It's like it's all over. I honestly think that would have been an even better. I honestly like that one better than the one in Mexico. A lot of people like the one in Mexico better, but I like that one better. Although it might also be because when you're doing the ride back to your home, there's a bear that shows up and you either notice the bear or you don't. <laughs> and Wait, there's you, a bear? <laughs> yeah, there's a bear that shows up and tries to tries to eat you. Um, if you get lucky and you don't notice it and you just kind of ride past it, you don't even don't even know. Otherwise, you're like me who got tackled by the thing <laughs> mid oh, mid emotional song on the way home. Oh, see, I was uh, and the apparently, opposite. I was. <laughs> I didn't know it was a bear. I played the game like years ago and I didn't know it was a bear. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah no, no. It's, trust me, it's there. <laughs> I'm not the, and I'm also not the only one that's encountered it. And it's literally, I think, I, I, I think, I think on the, the, I think if you go onto YouTube and you pull up the song, it literally says there's two people, there's two people in this world. The people that got the, the people that, uh, the people that noticed the bear and the people that didn't, <laughs> you know, um, but the most, but the most emotional thing I think in the whole thing is finally John goes home. He has his, his wife and his kid. You play like six missions where it's just him being like husband. A rancher. <laughs> yeah. And being yeah. A, a nice rancher, a nice happy thing. And then they show back up and now they're, now they've come to kill you. And it's like, of course they, of course they did. And you fight him, you mm-hmm. fight him so well, fight him so hard, you lose uncle, but you're going. And then plot bullets, <laughs> and then and then you get to the the barn, and you you know he sends Abigail on her way. He says, "I'll be right behind you," but he he knows he's not. And you 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 get ready and you push the barn doors open, and no matter how many bullets you got in your pistol, you there is not enough. Uh, there is not enough. Um, uh, quick draw that you know, slow time event to, to shoot any of them, uh, fast enough. You think you get one or two before you go down in a hail of bullets. And it's just, it's such a, it's such an emotional shock. And it's like, like first pushing out of the barn, you're like, all right, maybe before you actually see how many people are really out there, like you kind of get a little glimpse of it when he peeks through the hole, but then you're the character. You're like, all right, let's do this. And you push the barn door open. And you realize yeah. you're like, oh my god, there's, there's too a many losing of them. fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And then, you know, he he dies and you deal with that. And then you 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 know, it's a couple of years later, and now you're Jack, and you gotta go. You gotta go find Ross to go. Basically, you know, get revenge, which is it's it's so. It's so. It was so. It hit so hard back then. And it kind of almost hits even more hard now because that whole gang, all they ever wanted was to protect Jack. And basically, you know, when it came down to it, a lot of the people in the gang, including Arthur, even people at times like Dutch and, and whatnot, when there wasn't and when everybody wasn't completely insane. And Jack and Abigail wanted to protect Jack and didn't, or, you know, John and Abigail wanted to protect Jack and didn't want him to turn into, you know, an outlaw cowboy like they were. And mm-hmm. no matter what, in the end, he does. And Just the so cycle he, continues. And the cycle continues. And it's, it, the whole thing is just very, back then it was, it was hard. And uh, back then it was hard hitting um between the sad the the shock and the just the frustration and anger for for the douchebag ross so much so that i think the first time i saw him in red dead 2 i was immediately just just blood boiling <laughs> so i like <laughs> the perfect the perfect ending is to the perfect ending for john at least is to play red dead 2 mm. and then get to the prologue uh, and get to where he gets the house, and then never play one. <laughs> so he's just always never normal rancher. He's always there. That never goes go. and does. Yeah, that's that. There it is. People were like, "Oh, the prologue was boring." It's like, no, no, no. He gets to it's, live now. Okay. <laughs> Let my him only, live. Yeah. My prologue was. It wasn't boring. I was not expecting it six hours long. That was my issue. I did well, not. That's, a, that, that's the thing. Is that yeah? The, it, it basically does the like the end. Before the before the army shows up at the first one, where he it's it's more remedial, like little jobs and stuff. They're kind of fun, but you know, 
the, in the original one, it's it's like six missions and they're only like a couple minutes apiece and you go through them. Well, in this one, yeah, it's 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 two parts. And other than a mission at the very beginning of it and the mission and the like last two missions at the very end of it, all of them are pretty like tame and, and calm. The the very mm-hmm. last mission is beautiful uh, in Red uh-huh. Dead in Red Dead Two, but um, yeah, so that's that's what you got to do. <laughs> At least John and them do okay then. <laughs> but you get some great you get great montages in Red Dead Two. Amen. So Payne, now, now that we've gone around, have you have you thought another one up? Something that hurt? Something that felt good? I mean, honestly, no. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think like I play video my games gaming career for has like been meaningless and my analytical <laughs> side, I guess. Like, or I just can't take them serious. I don't know what it is. Like, I love, I she like love no playing video games. But no like, I was talking. I, <laughs> I remember when Tyler was like asking me about being on this episode. <laughs> And he was like, oh, what about, like, the Dark Pictures games? And I'm like, no. Like, I purposely try and kill people in those games. Jeez. All right. I'm not sure I want to see your run of un- Until Dawn. Jesus. And, <laughs> it's, yeah, so, like, and this is why I played pain. <laughs> when I played Until Dawn on stream, it was like my chat hated, like, one of the girls. So I was like, all right, let's try and get her killed. Was like, it, was it Emily? It was Emily, wasn't it? <laughs> is she the... Wait, no. Emily's the one that looks like Aubrey Plaza. This is the right? blonde one. It's the blonde one. Uh, uh, Emily was the... Emily was the... The, the uh, black-haired... Uh, yeah, Asian not, not girl. her. No, it was the yeah. blonde chick that is yeah, like... She, she, really? The new girlfriend. Really? Emily's like... She's she's mean Emily's everybody. annoying too, but like we wanted that blonde chick out. Oh, you, you're talking about oh, Jessica, want... the one that gets pulled out through the window at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. that's what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. By the way, shout out to that not killing her right there. <laughs> oh, she yeah, almost, dude. Well, um, it, you, well right, so, right so what that. we've learned... <laughs> well, your so what we've learned is a complete lack of empathy and, and the <laughs> enjoying of murder... Uh, Payne is actually a sociopath. <laughs> I think, no, no, the only thing it is, like, psychologically, is that I am a very... Like I said, I'm very emotional and very empathetic, but I think I like when I go to video games, that's not you, what I'm going there for. <laughs> you're definitely proving it right now. Uh. Again, this is I, why her I nickname feel, is Pain. <laughs> like, guys, no, I feel completely deeply until I'm given the option to murder, then I feel nothing. <laughs> um, alrighty, well, I think we have time for one more go around, and I'll, we'll we'll try and make this one quick because I know we've we've already gone over. My recording's at 40 minutes, so we're probably... Yeah, my recording's at, like, 40 as well. (laughs) Um, So, my last one... um, And actually, you know what? I'm just going to throw this one out there just as a quick mention, because it needs to be mentioned. Shadow of the Colossus, the apparent, apparent death of Agra. Uh, The the horse. Because if anyone's played it, you know Agra does not actually die. But in the moment, you don't know it when that fucking horse is falling off the bridge. You don't know that, and it hurts. It hurt you. It hurt me. It hurt all of you. I know it. Eh. <laughs> all right, pain. Jesus. No, that was me. No, I, I that's know. not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So my my final one is um, a character death from Dot Hack GU. Um, I love the Dot Hack series. I loved Dot Hack GU, um, and its um, remake, the uh, the three pack with the bonus episode, um, last recode. But um, in Dot Hack GU Reminisce, which is the second game in the series, there is a character that you've been playing with named Alcade. And Alcade starts out, she's very much the Tsundere. Um, maybe not even that, because she's very much the tomboy of the group um, or kind of of your little friend group that you end up building. Um, at first, she hates you. Um, cause she, the guy that you beat to win your title in the arena was like her senpai. She, she freaking lo- loved that guy. They had a close relation and you beat him and she is convinced you cheated to do it. Um, which not going to lie for story re- reasons, kind of true, but, um, she hates you at the beginning and ends up joining you and you get closer, you become better friends. And then she says, Hey, meet up with me at this one zone. And before you can get there, 
she gets attacked and killed. Her player, keep in mind, if you're a if you don't know dot hack, they're pl you're playing a character playing an MMO. Um, her character gets attacked and <laughs> killed by this virus. Where if you if your character gets killed by the virus, you go into a coma. Um, and she gets attacked and killed, and you show up right as she's like dematerializing. You hold her in her arms long enough for her to be like, be, you know, be strong, my dude. And then she vanishes. She does not come back until the end of the next game. So you could have been putting all this effort into leveling her, bringing her along on parties, giving her equipment. And none of it matters because partway through the game, she dies. And you do not get her back till the end of the third game. Um, if you load your save from the second game to the third game, she's whatever level with whatever equipment she was when she, when she quote unquote died. Um, but you know, when I was playing those games, when I was first playing them, it was one of the first series I'd ever played where the other games weren't out yet because at the time I was still a little younger. I was playing games that had been out for a while. Um, or I was playing games that didn't really have a series. Um, and playing dot hack GU two reminisce, killed because i am a big alcade fanboy she was tombu she was tomboy waifu to me loved the character um and then you lose her to this psychotic witch of a character and it felt good putting that character in the dirt um but god i remember i didn't want to pick up the game after that especially when i went to the third game and went through the whole game with no alcade, oh, I was pissed. I was like, "Did we really just hard kill her?" Because it's real. You re you have to beat the third game to get alcade back, um, and it fucking sucked. Um, because there there's other characters you lose in that game. Um, I think though she's the only one on your character's friend list um, that you can bring around and play with that dies for any significant amount of time, and that fucking hurt. Um. So yeah, so that one's that one's mine. I went on a little longer than that than I should have. Um, but we'll kick kick it over to Kibbles. What's your final one, buddy? Uh, final one. It's a weird one because it's nobody dies, but it's the act of I played this when I was like a teenager, and uh -huh. it's a weird one. I I gotta say, it was, uh, GTA San Andreas. Um, when you're playing it, kicking it old school. Like yeah, it. yeah, it's um. So you play as GJ, uh, who comes back to town and like after like the death of your mother and then you meet, like you meet up with your brother and then you meet up with two particular characters called Ryder and Big Smoke. Big Smoke. I, I fucking oh. liked it. It was, um, and then you do shit together. You do drive-bys. You go to the, the chicken cluck and all two number nines. Laws number nine. <laughs> um, it's like partway through the meeting or through the game, you end up getting betrayed. And for me, that was the one part for some reason as a kid that actually made me cry a bit. It's like, like what happened? And then you realize you were betrayed by Big Smoke and Ryder. I'm like, I thought we were homies, bro. Why the fuck you do this to me? why do you betray me and then like i was like i couldn't understand it and i was like i was upset i'm like why would they do this to me <laughs> and then like yes the game goes on you hunt them down and even then like you kill Ryder. i think like halfway through the game but then like i even still felt bad like man i wish i didn't have to kill that man i liked him as a character didn't want to kill Ryder. Like, don't yeah and then don't make me put him down pa <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, at towards the end of the game, you kill Big Smoke. I'm like, fucking man. It's like, dude, like, they, they made it where, like, even though they betrayed you, you still love the two. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, man, I was like, I gotta kill my two of my best friends in this game. All because of a It's the meme loading con. the shotgun. Yeah. Shame. Yeah, I was like, it's like, because of some corrupt cop that's, like, in the game pulling all the strings, really. Mm. I'm like, I was like bummed. Yeah. I'm like, honestly, it's like it wasn't death, but it, it was more just the act of their betrayal that made me upset in that game. I know it's weird, but for me, that's what that I was upset about that in that game. It's like, I, shit hurts. Yeah, it sure. Well, because again, you did a lot of shit. Like you sold weed with each other. Again, you went to 
Chicken That's what brings you food, together right there. Yeah. Selling weeds and drive by and ordering two number nines. <laughs> so so no, drugs, like, drugs, guns, and eating. Yeah, bro. That's all you need. That's <laughs> what you homies need. But dude, yeah, I was like, I was just upset by your by betrayal. In if the we game. were monetized, we'd be so demonetized. <laughs> oh, we, were, we, we knew we were never getting monetized for this. But yeah, I was like, if, I, we do not advocate any of those things. Except eating. I don't care. You can eat as much as you want. Eat away. Eat all the things. <laughs> yeah, you know the things. But yeah. None of the other two. Uh, but yeah, that for me, that was a sad moment as a kid uh, growing up. I think it was like 13 or something when I was playing it. I'm like, I was upset by that. Like, I couldn't understand why two friends that like, I think they've been even like, they were like, even like, considered like childhood friends that they would do that to you. I was like, I was just upset. My last one, it was, is always and will be, uh, as far as the emotional goes, is Metal Gear Solid 3 and having to shoot the boss and having to find out that she was really just doing what she was, her job was and just feeling like oh, total utter shit afterwards <laughs> for having to. Like, oh no, I'm garbage. Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh no. I think he's trapped in another dimension. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, the, 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 fighting the boss and, and having to, having to, having to stop her and kill her and then finding out afterwards that she was just doing her job and she was doing it for the, for, for your country and just feeling like complete, <laughs> complete asshole afterwards. It just, it's, it sucks. It feels bad. Yeah. feels bad, man. It feels real bad. Oh, dude, I can imagine, bro. It's like, you thought she was one way, but really she was the hero all along. I, I think the first time I ever did that, I, I, I actually, the first time I ever played that, I don't think it hit me quite all the way. I was still kind of in shock. The second time I went through it, that I really realized just, just how much it hurt, just how much emotional it was. Well, so, so last chance, pain, you got anything? How do you feel about the ha-ha-ha scene in Final Fantasy X? <laughs> I have not played any Final Fantasy. Oh my oh. god, you're killing me! <laughs> no, no oh. leaves, no anime. No, I'm just kidding. No, I haven't. Oh. I, I play World of Warcraft. Uh. Okay, okay, okay. Um, stop. Alright, <laughs> let me see. Please um, stop. <laughs> what were your feelings... When Sylvanas dropped the Lich King like a bitch at the beginning of the new expansion. I mean, I was like a little shocked, I guess. I don't know. I think like, I really like the way the story is played out, honestly. I don't think people are happy with the end of this raid, which I agree with them. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I feel like, okay, okay, I got, I got one. So the start of the, the start of this most recent patch uh, the scene where Taronda and Sylvanas are fighting. Like, I'll believe in, you. I have not played WoW in, in probably the, two years. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, cinematic. Check it out. Uh, they're they're fighting inside of I think in in the Night Fey area in uh, Arnwald. But like, man, that that made me feel things. Taronda is a very very is, fine lady, is and then she's the fighting with Sylvanas, seen... who's like. An almost equally fine lady. I think these are the wrong feelings. I think she's going with different feelings. You asked I don't know. I don't know. I'm catching feelings. Let me tell, tell you. Um, Go on. So I have, I, have a, I have a legit question for you, Payne. So again, I I quit WoW about two years ago. I recognized that WoW was a problem for me. Even talking about WoW or think, no, like legit. I mean, uh, I, no, I, I know think people about, for sure that are like that. Like I, I think about WoW now and my heart rate increases, my hands shake. <laughs> it's like I was legitimately addicted. Like when I when I hear about it now, I get withdrawal symptoms. Um <laughs> I have to watch uh Hiruma Red X videos, um, his various lists, like almost like a nicotine patch. Um like I I wish I was joking more. But um I uh the last time I saw Taronda was her basically invoking Elune to become like, I don't know what the lore is, but basically like a more badass night elf. Um, and that's the last time I saw her. Is this the first time we've seen her in a major cinematic since getting that power boost? I think so. Cause she tries to use it on Sylvanas and it like fails. And then Sylvanas is like, uh, 
You got yeah, plot armor. Save you, lady. <laughs> Dude, yeah, Sylvana's got ultimate plot armor. I mean, I'm pretty sure if anyone plays WoW, they already know this, but like, she doesn't die at the end of the raid when you're fighting to kill her. The whole, she's the main boss of the raid and doesn't actually die in the end. Sylvanas's tagline is just Sylvanas didn't die. <laughs> like that's that's half of her lore right there. And, and Sylvanas <laughs> didn't actually die. Uh, <laughs> like they don't know what they want to do with her. Sometimes she's a villain. Sometimes she's a hero. Sometimes she's like a dark hero. Sometimes she's a conflicted villain. I had, sometimes there's whole plot lines where they're like, you get halfway through and then they abandon it. Fucking looking at you, <laughs> Legion. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that one was weird. Um, I love the lore of WoW and I love watching the cinematics, but I just can't play it. It's a legit problem. Like, <laughs> which sucks because in watching the lore, I'm like, I, I want to play, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, that's everyone. Thank you, everyone, for being here and sharing all of your, your awesome game stories. I really appreciate it. Uh, don't forget, you can find all of Gamer Culture content over on GamerCulture.com, where we have a huge backlog of articles, reviews, and videos. You can also see all of our videos uh, right here on a, Gamer Cult on a Gamer Culture channel on YouTube. You can find us over on Twitter and on Instagram and on Facebook. That is Gamer Culture, one word, culture with a K. And Kibbles, where can they find you, my dude? You can find me on Instagram at KibblesPlays. You can also find me on the YouTube channel Gamer Culture and other Gamer Culture episodes. Awesome, brother. Falco, where can they find you, man? They can find me at the on YouTube as ZombieCore, uh, where me and another guy named ZombieCore <laughs> we're together on our channel. You can also find me on <laughs> Twitch as Captain Falco ZC. Um, and you can find me on other episodes of the Gamer Culture as well, since I'm on a bunch of these. <laughs> Hell yeah, you are. Like, unofficial third host. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> and Payne, where can people go if they want to hang out with you? Uh, you can find me most nights at twitch.tv slash Payne Gretzky. Just like the hockey player, but with Payne. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so and yeah, like all my social player. medias yeah. are Payne Gretzky, so it's pretty easy to find. Good deal. Well, thank you very much for being with here uh, with us here today. We really appreciate it. Um, everyone, uh, thank you very much for watching today. Don't forget uh, to check out all of uh, the net network's offerings over at grandgeeks.com. Stay cultured and see ya. Bye-bye.